0: Chat Chicks on Top, the body positive, sex positive show with your host, Wendy Lewis and Auntie Vice. This show contains explicit language not suitable for most minors or easily offended majors. It contains opinionated discussion about politics, sex, fat folks, race, gender and may not be suitable for conservatives. Additionally, some shows contain references to science, statistics, history, research and mathematics which may not be suited for American evangelicals. Welcome back to Fat Chicks on Top. This is your co-host Auntie Vice
1: and this is your p- podcast
0: producer Sharon. We are here today and we're talking all about sex Sex toys toys. (laughs) (laughs) you know they've become much more popular Mm -hmm. Uh, people have lots of different opinions on them a lot of different feelings about them and i'm a big fan yes you have different
1: feelings on them i just i just get the feeling of of substitution i understand that it's necessary you know because not everyone's going to be there all the time but i have a big thing about substitution if you can get the same ple if you can get same or better pleasure from your toy than from an actual person, kind of mess it's kind of messy. Cause that you don't really need them no more then.
0: <laughs> and this is this is a conversation you and I have a lot yes. because you see it as a replacement or no a pleasure. substitute. Yes. And I see it as an addition or addition, an alternative. Yes. So and I think that's a pretty common split a lot among a lot of people. I know right. a lot of couples who are who are in that combination. I wanted to do a show all on sex toys today. We actually went out and talked to my favorite sex toy store purveyor, Paul Imagine. Yes. And his interview is coming up on how to go to a sex shop, how to look for good fun things. And then we have Righteous Femme on talking about how different sex toys work for different sized bodies.
1: Mm.
0: Because that's an issue. Let's start with us. What was your first sex toy?
1: My first sex one was How my you- hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: My hand. <laughs> when did you discover lube or lotion then at well, least? Well, okay, lube and lotion. <laughs> that that was when I was a teenager. When I, teen- I found out I, was, I actually started figuring out what was better lube and what was better lotion as I started growing up because mm-hmm. using Tiger Bomb the first time, you just you just figure out you find things that were not supposed to be used. One thing is that is cooking oil. Cooking oil has a lot of sharp, which I was surprised. to know that there's there's, there's, there's certain cooking oils that the, the when they when they basically are 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 um, warmed, they don't really slide, lubricate lubricate very well. They kind of go into a crystallic mm-hmm. and they cut, <laughs> which was okay. which was a disturbing moment of. Oh, my God, I think I'm going to lose my dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and not everybody lumps lubes in with sex toys, but you buy them in the the same places. You know, you use them a lot of the same ways. So while in and of itself, it's not necessarily a sex toy, I am a big fan of using lube. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are afraid that if you need to use lube, especially if you happen to have a vagina or that you're not getting wet enough, that somehow that's a commentary on your partner.
1: Oh really, okay.
0: And so a lot of people feel bad about, you know, wanting to or asking to use lube, but in reality, there's thousands of different reasons people produce different amounts of lubrication, everything from your level of hydration to medications that you may be on to age to natural differences between people. Okay. So needing lube is not in not a comment on whether or not your partner has you aroused enough. Right, And people tend to conflate the two because they think, well, if a woman's really aroused, she's going to be very wet. And for a lot of women, that's not true, especially women who happen to be on antidepressants, uh, uh, mood stabilizers and stuff. That'll dry everything out. There's a number of diabetes drugs that'll do the same thing. They've, there's a couple of studies out that show people who consistently use lube, the the female body partner comes much more often.
1: Hmm. I actually had one person that actually got allergic, had an allergy to lube and felt a burning sensation. There are some lubes that will cause allergic
0: reactions. Um, it depends on what they have in it. There's different types of lubes. There's water-based, mm-hmm. silicone-based. Some are organic. Some are CBD-based. And so part of that's understanding your personal body chemistry, your allergic reactions. If you know you tend to be hypersensitive... To uh, things on your skin, it's worth talking to a good sex shop purveyor mm. who can direct you to it. And you're going to use lube for different lubes for different things. Right. Right. Silicone lube is great for anal. Okay. Not great for vaginal. <laughs> okay. Right. You want to use more of a water based lube for that. The reviews of the CBD lubes that I'm hearing, especially for women who have cramping or pelvic pain,
1: okay.
0: Amazing. They just. It does for your pussy what it does for your body, and uh-huh. it just relaxes. So there are a number of good ones. And because CBD is not regulated like THC, it's something you can buy off the internet if your local shop doesn't have it. Huh. Yeah, so there's lots of different things for lubes to go in there. Have you ever gone in to buy a sex toy for yourself?
1: Myself? Yes. No. I have, I have found people who sponsor sex toys and stuff, and I've talked to them. Uh-huh. But I have not bought one for myself. Why not? Why no fleshlight or, you know, vibrator, cock ring? I think it's a weird stigma of of you having one shows you're, you can't get a woman. Really? Yeah, because it's... It's like it's one of those things where you see as, as, as the media uses a joke, mm-hmm. whereas you got this guy who basically has a sex toy uh-huh. of like a inflatable man, inflatable woman mm-hmm. or a few items in his in his drawer, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh my god!" Well, you can't get a woman or something. You have to go, mm-hmm. you have to use these as substitutes or something. It's like, well, her name is Cheryl. <laughs> She's you know it's, she only helps me when I just have those moments. It's like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. So uh, I still have it's a weird stigma of. Mm-hmm. Old, of old jokes that have always been used for inflatable mm-hmm. inflatable um, sex toys and um, flashlights. But I do know a lot of people, I do know people who sponsor flashlights and also sponsor um, um, actual um, modeling of a mm-hmm. uh, woman's pussy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, those models and stuff. So I do know a few people that do that. Any of it interests you? I don't know. The real thing is just, it's, it feels good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have a I have a weird thing about fucking fake and fucking real souls. Okay. It's you know, you slap you slap an ass, you wanna know that's a, that's a, that you can go, yeah, and then at the same time like it'll yell back at you instead of going, yeah, and you don't hear nothing. you just your cricket. Ah. I mean So they they've improved the um
0: real dolls. Yes so that they are having responses. Do you think that would make a difference?
1: That was fr- <laughs> I that would be one of those times where I had to tell myself, "I don't want the real thing anymore." After a while, you know, because I got this. This thing, knows what I want this thing, knows what I want to do. You know, if I want to, do I really even want to go out there? That's that's another thing. It's one of those effects of it changes the alters the males the male perception of mm. what to what to strive for. Mm-hmm. If they if they already have everything conveniently at home, why would they want to go outside and go get? I mean, it's like food. It's like why would, if I have food at home. Why do I want to go outside? I mean, if it's not necessary.
0: Although there's days you have food at home and we walk over and get a burrito. Yeah,
1: but you know, I'm, I'm getting going to get a burrito and then going to get a girl may have a little bit of a consumption unless it's like <laughs> prostitution. But even with that, that's that's another term. of but, but speaking of which, I do remember when we both went to the Vibrator Museum in mm-hmm. San Francisco mm-hmm. and we talked to uh, Carol Queen. Carol, Carol Queen. And that was an interesting seeing all the vibrators from the past till now mm-hmm. and just the makes and models and stuff. And I feel for y'all, I feel for women in general, y'all had some, some machinery that like could basically be breaking brick if they wanted to. I don't know how the hell y'all were able, excuse me, were able to use that just for, just for pleasure. So
0: For those of you who haven't been, Good Vibrations in San Francisco has the Vibrator Museum in the back. And um, Carol Queen, who is one of the foremothers for sex education, sex and culture, all sorts of research, amazing woman, was the docent for the day who gave us our, our lecture. And you can see how the vibrators have evolved from like these steam powered things up to now. And as I'm going through it, like, they are Some of them look like industrial tools, like you would use it to take graffiti off the walls in New York. Some of them are doctors. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, with your perception that sex toys are a replacement for and stuff, when we first got together and, you know, I moved shortly after we got together and I was unpacking one mm-hmm. day my, my extra large suitcase that was all sex toys. Yes. What was your initial impression as I'm pulling out one thing after another, and putting it away in my room. Been a while, huh? Is
1: it? <laughs> I mean, the big flogger stopped the cold. Well, the flog, yes. Because I knew that was like, that's not going to be used on me. It, it, no, it anyway. wasn't even
0: that. You, you, like, you stopped mid-story of whatever you were telling me,
1: and said, what the fuck is that? Well, it... Look at it! I mean, what's the necessity of... It, of <laughs> I have my own personal flogger just for the like I could I could get away with you having paddles. I don't know why. I can get away with you having paddles. I can see you have mini paddles. You could have a hello kitty paddle. I don't care. Somehow a flogger just goes, why?
0: <laughs> but what about the other? I mean, I have a number of different vibrators and butt
1: plugs. You have a like- butt plug that shocks people. Yes. Shocks. So what do you think of that one? What do I think? <laughs> I never thought my butt needed to be shocked to have a moment of con- conception here. You, you haven't wanted to use it on me I, because I don't. I, I, have a, I have a weird. I have a weird thought of, of self-inflicting pain on people. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. It has think a vibrator
0: I'm, mode.
1: I, I bet it does. <laughs> I bet it does. But you have shown that to so many people, and so many people either go into utter shock of disgust or mm-hmm. disturbing, or someone's like, mm, so you used this last night? Well, what's going on? I've always looked at it as, that's a butt plug. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting butt plug. I think the shocking part, when I found it it's electricity, <laughs> That's what kind of turned me off on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not good. <laughs> because why do I want to shock you? <laughs> why do you want to apply shocks
0: <laughs> to your like, ass? You know,
1: it's like you put the butt plug in, right back. Okay, cool. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Shocking you, that's a new level that even I'm confused with. Like, that, why? But I understand people have electro ideas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for, uh, I'll, I'll put photos up of it eventually (laughs) on the site, but it's a butt plug and it has two little prongs that sit on either side of the anus. And then it's got a remote control that you can change the amount of electricity that's done and shock somebody, you know, from up to like a hundred feet away. And it's also got a vibrating mode. Oh, okay. And then if you want to be really cruel, it has one that goes beep, beep, beep. So if somebody's backing up or whatever at a bar, you can make them beep. As you back up.
1: Oh, it has a noise. It has, yeah, there's really? a little that's beeper. Big, wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of messed up.
0: It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and unlike you, I love sex toys. I think they're so much fun. I don't use them a ton of the time, but I like to add them. The kink stuff all has very specific things. Everything from spreader bars to floggers, canes, right. paddles, to inflict different types of sensation and stuff. Right. You know, I also do fire and wax because I love. Different types of sensations and connecting with people. But, you know, some are just practical. I got a, a wand-style vibrator from Love Honey, and I love it. It is the most practical thing in the
1: world for me. So tell me about the, talk about the wand. I've, I've experienced the wand. Uh-huh. That's uh, What, the, the, the Tanagachi. No, the old, the, no, no, the, the old school. One. Oh, the the, right. the um, it's called the Tamagotchi or
0: something. No, tamagachi is like the little no, th- well, patch you k- well, kept alive. But it's basically <laughs> is a that why you took
1: yeah, to school? Yeah, but there's, <laughs> That's different. It's different. But but it starts with a T, right? The it's, it's, it's longer one, right? I mean, women have to hold on to like they're like they're freaking doing witchcraft on it. <laughs> I mean, it's long enough to be that way. I experienced my first experience with that was with a. Yes. That went away. That, that was the weirdest thing ever because she put it on me uh-huh. and I felt my body just shake. Uh-huh. Cause it had that much power. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I have to use this on daily. I was like, really? This thing can basically shake off, can shake off paint. And yet you're gonna use it on yourself. You put it on me. I felt my body just jerk a little bit. My <laughs> my I had bones were like, oh, this is not right. Uh-huh. And she uses it on a daily. Mm-hmm. Why I just I understand that one has is that has power and mm-hmm. that's one of the ones that most women know and mm-hmm kind of cherish or look at that with power. Well, some women
0: are afraid of them because they're, they're they're larger. (laughs) (laughs) The plug-in ones come with a fair amount of power.
1: Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) I like the intense sensation. And the one that I have now, is great because I'm a typical old lady that most of the masturbation I do anymore is not for, you know, love and romance for myself. It's, I can't fall asleep and I need to like knock myself out. There you go. And so this one takes about 90 seconds and I roll over and I go to bed. It's really practical. It's fast.
1: So, it's so, consistent. Or so most so you're saying most most masturbation purposes now are just to get some sleep.
0: Yeah. Like when I was in my twenties and thirties, it'd be like, oh, self romance, light some candles, try different things, lay out four or five toys. And now it's like I, I'm not falling asleep to Netflix. Okay. I jerk off and I can
1: roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> I think I think that is I think that's actually a normal thing mm-hmm. from people of late thirties on. Bon, yeah. Just just one of those things where I'm just using this so I can get some sleep. It's almost like your your separation of wine. It's your other <laughs> mm-hmm. side of wine. I don't I'm not drinking tonight. I right. just need something just to give me just give me the sleep. I'm not Knock taking sleep out. pills. This will Give me to that moment. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it's not becoming.
0: But it's definitely additive. We we've used it in our sex
1: life. It's definitely yes.
0: additive. You did try the Hummer attachment. It comes with the Hummer yeah, attachment, which is a, a silicone attachment with yes. little nubblies inside. And you put a penis in it. I think and we should have lubed it.
1: I, I lubed I. you. I, I know you lubed me, but it didn't yeah. it, it seemed like it it seems like the thing itself was just supposed to shake. I think it should have maybe got like a stroke, stroke motion.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely tight on you. Yes, we, we may need to. You were you were the fun. <laughs> You were mushroom topping over the yeah, outside of it. It's like a pair of two tight jeans, <laughs> just squeezing everything in. <laughs>
1: Placing it all together, yeah.
0: But it did make for a
1: really amusing start to a yes. session. Yes, it did. Yes, it did.
0: <laughs> so, so they can be a ton of fun. Either use them on your. On your own, with a partner, with several partners. Yes. Yeah. So for those of you who have never bought a sex toy, a lot of the folks now want to go online okay. and, and buy online. Because, you know, discreet, easy in your home, you go to Amazon, probably in whatever your search is, what there you're looking you for, and you've got a whole bunch show up. You've got a big... There, there's some drawbacks with those, right? You know, you hmm. don't necessarily conceive of the size, the shape, the feel. Mm. in the same way you do if you actually go into a shop and can touch them. Okay. My ex-wife had what she called the flick test. Ah, Whenever nice. we'd, we'd buy a dildo, we'd go into a sex shop. At the time, one of our favorites was Sugar in Baltimore, which is still there. And it has some, some very cool staff people that are still there right nice. now. <laughs> but the, they had the different you know dildos lined up for the floor models, and you could go and she'd flick them to see what type of spring they had in them and how flexible they were. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's... It's nice to have an idea and a a really good concept of the size, the shape, the feel of what you buy. If you're buying butt plugs to make sure that the base is wide enough that it's not going to slip inside you because your ass will become greedy and, you know, and then just wants to pull everything up inside. So you want to make sure the base is big enough that it has a stem that you can hold on to. And with quite a few sites, you don't know if It's really true when they say it's body-safe material, when it's medical-grade silicone. If you go into a reputable shop, you're going to get somebody who's going to honor those things, right? And not use knockoff materials, not use stuff that's going to short out on you or whatever. The other thing about going into an actual brick-and-mortar shop where you have knowledgeable Folks, is if you're exploring something new, say wharton wheels or sounding or something that you're not real familiar with, a good shop purveyor will be able to help you figure out a good starting place. Okay. And so there's there's lots of reasons to go into a brick and mortar store. Yes. Plus, you support local folks. You support sex positive people. You know, it's all a it's all a
1: good thing. So, with that in mind, is best to try. Because I know majority of them are not, are not mm. boutiques. They are just full-on, right sharp They have very, there's one that's sketchy. not the main. Yes. <laughs> sketchy areas. They That's not their main eject They're just there to have a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And your department, you're basically department shopping.
0: <laughs> it's, it's basically like Amazon, but in a <laughs> sketchy neighborhood. Um, those, I tend to avoid. I mean, they have their place. If I want to go pick up a video, I've been buying porn so long, I still refer to them as videos.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I missed the video days. <laughs> 36 to 48 hours of just porn on tape. <laughs> and you're just like, how much can I get for <laughs> $30
0: and I'm going to wank <laughs> it for the next <laughs> two weeks. Yes.
1: Basically. Right. And those are fun for it. And
0: pay for your porn.
1: Pay hey, for your porn, people. I understand Pornhub goes so far, but pay for your porn.
0: Right. And those... And if you're looking for kind of a CD experience, there's a, there's a few. But when it comes to buying sex toys, it's worth it to go to a higher-end shop. And a lot of people will do the, oh, but I can get this cheap version of whatever. The knockoff. You know, and it's, it's a third of the price. But by the time you're playing your fourth replacement that year, <laughs> okay. you're like, well, if I bought the more expensive one, I wouldn't have had to replace it. It would have held up. Help up, yeah. And that's why some of the higher-end shops can help. You know, you want... You want these things to last. You want them to work. You don't want an electrical fire in the middle of it because you've got to shorten the cord. You don't want a, something made with toxic materials and then you break out in a funny rash and have to talk to your doctor about it.
1: True, but you know, I'm, I'm saying you're not going to get mom's old passed down. One, you know. I don't know. You can get vintage on Etsy. That is true. Yes, there is a
0: vintage sex toy section on Etsy.
1: But you, but you have a you have a term about that because you're concerned about, about getting someone else's.
0: Well, you know, I understand the historical need. The worst thing I saw Craigslist was advertised a used fleshlight for thirty dollars. I could think is not enough antiseptic in the world
1: <laughs> to clear that out.
0: I was like, there's some things I don't want used. That would be that's up there. <laughs>
1: I can see that. <laughs> right?
0: See that. And the other thing about supporting local sex shops, and more and more of them are offering education, adult yes. sexuality education classes. Yes. Which is so important. We we act like once you went through that sex class in high school, you know what you need to do to have sex. Oh, uh, the good old days. Yeah. You've, you've put the <laughs> condom on the banana and you're good. <laughs> All right, but they never teach you to root. What happens if there's no banana? What happens if you're using a, if it's two honeydews? Um, <laughs> You say what happens if the banana's mushy uh, and get unmushy. What happens if the banana needs to be tied up to get hard? You know, we, we don't talk Touché. about these, these things. And so a lot of the more sole proprietor, smaller sex shops and stuff will offer sex education sp- spaces. And it's great. Like we need to normalize both using sex toys and going to classes. Cause yes. Like what I know now at 44 is so much more than I knew at thirty-four and has changed the type of sex I have and I'm hoping I continue to learn and and change and, and grow. And there I mean we're not born knowing how to give a blowjob. You're not known you know, you don't naturally know how to finger someone's ass. You right? should <laughs> <laughs> you don't you may not necessarily know how to negotiate that. And there's lots of classes for it. So I, I met a person that didn't know how a French kiss.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's a weird feeling. Uh You have to actually go through the motion and teach them like the whole tongue Mm -hmm. positioning and everything. And, you know, they looked, I'm like, how do you not know this at 30?
0: But people don't necessarily learn it. And the other thing I found fascinating, there was a... A uh, study that came out of England a couple of years ago. I think it's four years ago now maybe that right. I read it. But the reason most kids between like 16 and 24 watch porn is they're trying to learn about sex. Right. Which all of a sudden explained why I got so many messages from these 20-somethings on online dating where like the third message they sent was a dick pic or something like that. Because if you watch porn, okay... So I, I'm going to reveal a little too much about what I know about some more. But there's there's like some of the series where guys drive up and they're filling up at the gas station and they look at the hot chick next to them and they're like, hey, do you want to go back to my place and bang? And she's like, sure, I don't know who you are, but let me follow back to you to the sketchy apartment in the valley and we'll bang it out. And people think that is somehow in a normal adult interaction and that there would be no red flags going off. And you know, why is this sketchy dude picking me up at a shell? And
1: yeah. But that's also on us Mm and societal Mm -hmm. this norms of Mm -hmm. looking at what sex is made, what sex is used for. Right. And not taking it to the next level of, well, yes, you have, you have sex used for, (laughs) procreation Mm -hmm. but it's also an experience of these other things right beyond just procreation right and most sex is for pleasure i mean
0: i mean if you knocked up a woman every time you had sex you'd have a lot less sex in your life than you do now true and that's true for most of us and it's one of those things like normalizing learning about it normalizing sex toys can help you know because everybody has a different thing they need and you need different things at different points in your life. Right. And so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> champion of sex toys. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, go your, go out, support your local shop, try a sex toy or two. Let us know how it goes. Yes. If you have an interesting story. Yeah, comment. Yes, comment. We would love to uh, hear a few interesting sex toys. And, and, and sex toys gone wrong. Sex toys gone really right. <laughs>
1: Some sex or ER (laughs) (laughs) stories, yes.
0: Thanks for for joining us. Stay tuned through the break. We will be back with Paul Imagine from Autonomous Love.
1: All right, take care. Hi, you need music, a sound guy, or a podcast done? Well, why don't you call a serious production? Hi, my name is Sharon, founder of Serious Production, a mobile DJ company and audio production for podcasts and music. Our DJ service handles birthdays, graduations, weekend weddings, weekday weddings, speaking events, etc. Our ASP staff has 15 years in DJ, audio, music, and podcasts. Our ASP staff will help you to create a combination of services which meet your unique needs. We can provide custom price bids for your jobs. We offer discounts for multiple services, repeated customers, and special sales. Please ask the staff about repeated business and discounts. Our podcast special we have now is recording, editing, mixing, and uploading up to 100 minutes of recording for $500. For more information, please call 707-867-1411. That's 707 867 one four one one, or come to our website, a serious production. com. That's a serious production. com. Can't wait to hear from you. Thank you.
0: Hi, and welcome back to Fat Chicks on Top. You're here with Auntie Vice, and I'm over at Autonomous Love in Sacramento with Paul Imagine. Hey, Paul! Hello. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, We are here today at Autonomous Love, which is the really the only sex shop worth going to in Sacramento. Uh,
2: (laughs) It is. It's an awesome place. Uh, You opened this two years ago, right? Three years. Three Three years now. Yeah, three years and a couple months. So. That's fantastic. This far,
0: (laughs) for people who haven't been in the shop it is both a sex shop
2: and a gallery yes because uh like my wife said i could buy my two loves art and sex into the same place so it's kind of worked out this way this is fantastic
0: um we're doing the show in february because you know valentine's and romance and all that good stuff um and you know people who buy sex toys often do it online what's the benefit of buying, going in and having a brick and mortar and the
2: physical experience? First of all, you know you're getting the right product. Online toys, you never know what you're going to get. You never know uh, the quality, where they come from. Um, There's a lot of knockoffs of the expensive toys, so you never know if you're going to get the real deal. Um, Also, if you come in, you can ask questions. You can touch the toys. You can turn the toys on. You can You can see what you're getting and know the actual size because sometimes you look at the size online and you're like, oh, that looks, you know, that sounds about right. And then you get a toy and you're like, yeah, it's too big, too small, whatever. But it's just nice to be able to come in and touch the toys and know what you're getting.
0: Which is a, a big deal. When my ex-wife and I used to go in to shop for them, we'd do what she'd call the flick test. And all the dildos we'd line up, and you'd flick them to see if they had the right amount of spring on them.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone comes in and puts the vibrators on their nose and <laughs> the old vibrator nose trick to see how the vibration is. Yeah, so it's important to be able to know what you're getting.
1: <laughs> I, I thought that I did it to the last night. I was like, this
2: is weird. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's it's a thing. It's how people test the vibrations. It's it's a sensitive spot. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly.
0: So, you talk about, you know, good toys versus the knockoffs. What do you look for to know you are getting a toy that you want that's high quality?
2: Uh, I love silicone toys. There's you want something that's non-porous first of all, especially if you're using it with other people because you can sterilize it. Silicone is great metal's great glass is great if you get the proper glass um yeah so it's good quality toys good motors i prefer i have most of my toys here are, uh rechargeable that way we're not throwing away batteries every hour of use of the sex toys or or uh you know running out of juice in the inappropriate moments and things <laughs> so yeah uh quality toys they're just nicer (laughs) they are and my experience is
0: you can buy cheap toys and you'll buy three or four and spend twice as much as if you did one good one the first
2: time exactly Yeah, i have people come in all the time they're like oh that searing is so much money i'm like like well you can go buy one at rite aid or wherever and it'll last you one use and then you throw it away you're You're spending $20 on it. You're throwing it into the landfill. When you buy a good quality one that's rechargeable, it lasts for years. It's just better all around. So when you have...
0: (laughs) So when you have somebody come in, and let's say they've never bought a sex toy before, what is kind of the entry into sex toys
2: for most folks? I always ask how you masturbate if you masturbate externally or with penetration um, for women um, with people with vaginas or butts, I guess <laughs> it's almost, almost everybody. Yeah. If you're putting things in. Um, but yeah, so people masturbate differently mm-hmm. um, external, you know, clitoral vibes. There's tons of different ones. Now there's the womanizers and the ones with suction and other ones with vibration. So yeah, just, it depends on how they masturbate mm-hmm. and what size they're looking for. Some are, or if people want something that's that's phallic or something that looks more realistic or something that looks opposite of realistic. So there's a lot of things that different people are looking for. And you don't just do
0: you know dildos and vibrators. You have a, a range here. Um, what are some of the other things that, that people wouldn't necessarily find um, on a common
2: sex toy shelf. Um. Well, I have uh, sounding kits. I have uh, male chastity cages. I have a little bit of bondage stuff because you know Sacramento's got a little bondage scene. A little, <laughs> a little bondage section for the little kink <laughs> scene in Sacramento. Um, but yeah, I have uh, art. I have all you know some books and and all the fun stuff.
0: So if somebody's interested in trying something new, like they heard of it on the internet, they saw it on Pornhub, um, <laughs> you know, it, the, it's rumored that the president did it, and you <laughs> want to try it. Um, talking <laughs> cigars? <laughs> there, I don't sell cigars. So cigars. many things.
2: I the old president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I'm so sad. It's now associated piss play with uh, yeah, individual
2: one. Well, um, <laughs> I know. Say like, I go. I don't care what he does. Uh It's fine. Have your kink if you want it. But stop, you know, shaming the rest of the world for anything and stop, you know, stop judging everyone else and just do your thing. (laughs) So is uh, somebody who's working
0: in a sex shop, is that a good place to start with information or... You know, are you? If somebody comes in and says, you know, I I heard of this thing called sounding. I have no ideas.
2: Is that something you're comfortable answering questions about? Yeah, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. If I if I know about it, I will tell you. If I don't, I can research it for you. I had a lot of people looking for sounding kits in the beginning when I first opened, which surprised me. Um, But I looked. You know, I did my research and I found some nice the stainless steel sounds, which are I think are superior to the to the silver or the chrome plated metal steel sounds um and things like that yeah people come in and ask me all the time and I tell them what I know <laughs> that's great. Not, I've got no shame I don't you know I don't think there should be any shame that's great and one of the other things you offer here that nobody else does in town is you have classes on occasion right on occasion yes some uh, I don't do a whole lot of them that there's on occasions when people hit me up to do classes I I have the art gallery which is a nice little room seats about 12 students and an instructor and so yeah that's great um and then you have the art gallery with it um what do you have on display right now it's my artwork i've been doing punk rock artwork for about 25 years now maybe more i don't know my my sense of time is 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 out of whack um but i have my artwork in right now i do uh, concert posters for punk rock bands mainly um local shows small small venue things so
0: And do you have any... If somebody's interested in displaying in your gallery, or do you have other shows
2: coming up? Actually, right now, I I don't have any shows set up. I have... Well, I do have a couple tentatively set up, but I don't have anything uh, really set up right now. I'm just kind of making it easy on myself and leaving my artwork in there for a little bit. Nice. So, yeah, if there are artists out there who would have something appropriate, they can always hit you up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, You can go through the website, autonomouslove.com or uh, my Instagram, Facebook, either one.
0: Awesome. And for people who are nervous coming into a sex shop, because a lot of people the first time it's, it's scary, you know, and they picture beaded curtains and girls behind glass and all of that. What would you say to, to the newbie who's coming in for the first time?
2: Um, well, pick a quality shop. Um, there's a lot of porn shops. There's a lot of novelty stores, um, which are fine. I have no problem with them. But for first-timers, if you're looking for an actual sex toy, come into a quality boutique, um, one that's nice. And, and people usually will answer your questions and help you out. Um, and the nicer shops will know what they're talking about the other shops people just kind of push you towards things if you ask questions but yeah go to a nice little sex boutique a body safe you know um yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I just out words <laughs> well and this is clean well lit yeah lighting open is. lighting was a big uh, a big thing for me i wanted it to be well lit and clean and nice mm-hmm. and comfortable i told my mom When I told her I was opening up a toy store and she's like, you're opening a porn shop. I'm like, no, mom, no, I'm opening up a toy store, an adult toy store, a boutique. And she didn't really understand until she finally saw it. So having it look nice and feel comfortable when you come in is a big thing. I told my mom, like, I want a place where you would feel comfortable coming in to shop for toys. And uh, I think she understands now. And... uh is this
0: something that like just people in their 30s and 40s who are going to through a slump in their relationship go for, or, or
2: who do you have coming into your shop?: I have the best customers I could ever even imagined? they're from 18 to my oldest couple was in they were in there he was in his late 80s she was in her mid 80s and they were amazing and so yeah I get everyone all genders all L everyone I love my customers so much they're the best part about having the shop oh that's fantastic so we can find you
0: online at autonomouslovers.com you are on J Street between 24th and 25th near Rick Steiner
2: exactly
0: yep Uh, upstairs um, in the little blue victorian that's fantastic thanks so much for spending time with us and uh for all of you out there stop by say hi to paul buy a toy or two buy some stickers and a shirt and have a great time or
2: come look at art it doesn't matter just come say hi (laughs) come say hi. he is he's one of the most awesome people in sacramento thanks for coming on the show yeah thanks for having me
1: (laughs) Are you enjoying the show? Well, if you are, why don't you come join us live at Stab Comedy Theater. The cross streets are 18th and Broadway. We're going to have a show every third Saturday of the month. So why don't you come down and have cookies and buy merch with us?
0: Thank you. Hi, thanks for staying with Fat Chicks on Top. This is Auntie Vice. I'm here today with Lindsay Hoppy. Uh, Lindsay is a sex toy reviewer and she focuses on sex toy reviews for people with bigger bodies. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, it's great to have you on. I actually found you through Twitter because I'm a huge Twitter fan. Um, yeah, me too. It is. Like I lo- I know a lot of people pan it, but honestly, as someone who is an artist who is a creative and who is disabled and can't get out to social functions, I find Twitter amazingly connective. Has that been your experience? Yeah. That
3: has been my experience as well. I found a great disabled and fat community on twitter and i was like wow these are my people this is where everyone is
0: this is great so speaking of, of, of disabled connections on twitter are, have you participated in the uh hashtag andrew gerza's promoting um disabled or uh, disability is hot yes i did i posted a picture and i posted
3: with the hashtag
0: you know i gotta give a shout out to andrew he was on the show uh, a couple months back, he yeah is, he's great he's amazing he has disability after dark and for those of you who are not on Twitter or not on this part of Twitter he started promoting the hashtag uh, disabilities are hot so it's all folks with different types of disabilities posting pics to make disabilities visible and you know realize that we too are sexual beings it doesn't matter totally yeah it's, it's disabled crazy. people fuck. We do, and we have really good sex. and uh So yeah, if you are are on Twitter, pop over and check out the hashtag, because there's some really great folks on there. And then you can find pictures of both uh Lindsay and me, because I threw one up too. So, let's talk about why, there, there's a lot of sex toy reviews, you can go to a lot of sites and see people talking about sex toys and stuff. Why did you decide to start reviewing sex toys? Well, I kind of fell into it. Because I
3: was searching all these blogs, trying to figure out what sex toys to buy. Because left to my own devices, I noticed I was spending a lot of money buying toys that didn't work for me. I I was searching these blogs, and uh, I found that they were really informative. I've been a blogger for years, since 2004. Uh, Live Journal represent, and... Uh, and so I thought, well, why not combine my love of sex toys with uh, reviews? And then it occurred to me that a lot of these toys won't work for my bigger body. Like, I cannot use a dildo on myself alone. I can't reach. Okay. So it occurred. And also, like, some really small vibrators. I can't quite reach. It's like a little bit of a stretch. So I noticed that, uh, for instance, you can take a G-Spot dildo or G-Spot vibrator and use it as a clitoral vibrator, and
0: that gives me the extra reach I need. So life hacks for sex toys. mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Let's start at the beginning. What was your first sex toy?
3: It was called the Penthouse Cyber Flicker, and I bought it at a brick-and-mortar really seedy porn shop i was 18 and you know it was what was available oddly they still sell this toy i wouldn't recommend it it's it's totally porous not body safe like but it was my first vibrator and i had it for years i replaced it several times i actually had several of them over the years
0: okay so you jump you right into it with being porous, not body safe. So when you're looking for sex toys now, now that you have a, a connoisseur's palette for sex toys, what are the things you look for in a good sex toy? I look for
3: uh, generally that it's not porous. So silicone, metal, glass. Those are the general, those are usually the materials that I go for. There's also wood, ceramic and there's Rock, so many crystal, are, yeah yeah there's tons out there now but i generally stick to silicone toys for the most part for vibrators and then um i have a couple of glass dildos and a um i have the Enjoy pure wand which is the one dildo i can use on myself because it's curved upward so i can reach it
0: and for our listeners it's spelled n-j-o-y not e-n-j-o-y um, for the, yeah, they're, they're a great product uh, product line. I, I have a number of theirs. So you stay with vibrators and dildos, or have you expanded outward in what, what you buy for sex toys?
3: I mostly have vibrators and dildos at the moment. There's a couple of other types that I want to try. I really want to try the Arosolator. I really want to try the Zoomio. Those are a little bit different. And then there's also the Fun Factory Volta, which I was interested in which is like totally different than any other sex toy I've ever seen. And how is it different? It looks like a duck bill almost like it's like two pieces of silicone and they vibrate together and you, you can put it on,
0: you can put each side around your clit. So since you've started testing sex toys out for bigger bodies, what are the things you look for for sex toys that are going to work for somebody who is larger? and and female bodied in your case, right,
3: I really like wands i mean i'm a wand i'm a wand fan, I like strong vibrations, and uh the wand I bought uh I invested in the o wand because it has a curved handle, so it's like super ergonomic and it's really easy to reach around my belly it's a little bit easier than the Hitachi it's totally waterproof, rechargeable. Made of silicone, body safe. It was stupid expensive, but well definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. Totally worth the money.
0: Are there specific lines that you've looked at that are really geared for people with bigger bodies?
3: Yeah, the Sola, the sola Sink. I wanted to try that one. That is also it has the ergonomic handle. It's definitely designed with people with disabilities in mind. It's super lightweight. As far as, like, I had, I don't really know of any toy lines where the whole line is for bigger bodies, but there are toys in every line that works pretty well for a bigger body.
0: So when you go to buy toys, do you do them online? Do you go into a brick and mortar anymore? Um, what's, what's your favorite way to go buy a sex toy? I totally buy online
3: that's my favorite way because, you know, I'm disabled. I have a back problem. So walking, you know, standing and walking around and parking and all that can be a little bit difficult. So it's it's great to buy online. Also, there's a great selection online and there's quite a few toy companies that have a great line of toys. Uh, I really like Peep Show toys a lot because all their bod- all their toys are body safe. And they have a really good selection. There's also Betty's Toy Box. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's Levoqua, But yeah, that's that's another great site. They have uh, all all body safe
0: toys. So do you mind if I ask what your sexual orientation is? I
3: am homoflexible. Nice. So I'm not like... I'm like 90% lesbian, 10% heterosexual. So you're, so
0: you're about a five, five and a half on that Kinsey scale? Uh-huh. So, I, I you know, the, and this was an ongoing discussion my ex and I used to have, is when you are in a lesbian relationship, do you like dildos and sex toys to have a realistic feel, or do you prefer the less representational toys when it comes to um, dildos and, and vibrators?
3: You know, I don't really care either way. As long as it's a good dildo and, and, and is body safe and silicone and the right size, I don't mind if it's realistic or not realistic.
0: So how do you go about finding the right size dildo? Because, you know, not every dildo fits every, every body.
3: That is true. It really took some experimentation. I have some small dildos that I love. And then I have one larger dildo that's silicone. That I that I like a lot. It just
0: takes a little bit of warm up to get ready for it. Okay, so you just went out and bought a bunch and tried different sizes. Uh huh. Cool. Did you have an idea? Did you start on the smaller end and work up, or were you one of these people who like goes to the grocery store hungry? That you went to the sex toy store <sighs> and ended up with you know like a nineteen inch girthy thing. I started
3: with I started with smaller dildos and worked my way up. Sweet.
0: Cool. So when you are reviewing a toy, what are the, the things you look for in your reviews? What do you focus on? I focus on
3: whether if it's a vibrator, whether it's rumbly or buzzy. That's a big one. Some people like buzzy toys. but Most people prefer rumbly toys uh that have like a lower pitch to their vibration. And those those I think are the most pleasurable for me. So I look for uh, a rumbly toy that's that's going to feel good. Nice. And then for dildos, generally, I go for the average size ones
0: for the most part. Now, one area of, of toys we haven't covered. Do you have you tried many butt plugs? Yes,
3: I have a couple of them. I have the Enjoy Pure Plug in size small and size large. I like a variety of sizes. Generally, I like the smaller ones overall, though.
0: And for for a butt plug, what are the general guidelines when you're buying them?
3: Well, you want to find something that's comfortable. Generally, for a bigger body, you want to find something that doesn't have a big round nub at the end of it. Like those jeweled butt plugs. Not so great when you have a really big booty. (laughs) It'll it'll be a little uncomfortable. So I like the enjoy plug a lot because it's really slim in between your cheeks. It doesn't irritate
0: in any way. And the other thing to throw out there for people who haven't bought butt plugs before, you know, you have the insertable part and then you have the little neck and then you have the base. And you want to make sure the neck is narrow enough to get a good grip on and the base is wide enough that it doesn't slip in. Because as your your ass relaxes and opens during sex, if it's a narrow base, you can end up with a trip to the ER. Yeah, you know,
3: that happened to me once. Not with a butt plug. It was with a menstrual sponge uh-huh. that I used so that I could have mess-free period sex. And uh, yeah, it got stuck. Yeah. I literally had to go to the ER for a foreign body removal, and it was Terribly embarrassing.
0: Yes, with uh, anything inserted into the the vaginal canal, um, if it has a section, it can adhere to the cervix. So for our our listeners out there who are thinking of using things like champagne bottles or beer bottles, you've got to make sure the end is is sealed off. Otherwise, it can end up adhering to your cervix, which is the same thing a menstrual cup can do. And then you've got to get something in there to break that seal. Um, But with butt play, you can. It may sit fine in the beginning, but if the base is too narrow, you can uh, suck it up inside of you, and then it can create a Yeah, especially
3: as you have an orgasm, you Mm -hmm. can suck toys up inside
0: you. Yes, yes, so you have to be careful. So when you're thinking about sex toys and what you've seen on the market, what's not there... What would you like to see a sex toy company develop for bigger bodies? If they're out there listening and thinking, oh, we haven't thought about fat people jerking off. What would be your advice to them? The longer
3: handles, there's a couple of chances dildos that have a long handle that I've been wanting to try to see if I can use them on my own. I think longer handles are a really good thing. It would be, I also think it would be cool to have like uh, smaller smaller vibrators that have a long handle. So it's not really a wand, but it's uh, something that you could use easily if you're a bigger person.
0: And there are a few toy companies out, out there de- developing ergonomic lines, and largely it's been geared towards people who are over 65 who may have arthritis or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those toys... You know, can be great, especially for folks who have limited mobility, um, limited hand strength and stuff. Um, but yeah, the longer handles are also real useful for people who, you know, are bigger or, you know, again, who can't get into the, the positions that, you know, young, bendy, thin people can get into. Uh huh. I'd really like to
3: see what do you call pleasure air technology, the womanizer, satisfier, et cetera. I'd like to see one of those with a long handle. There used to be the Womanizer Plus Size, but they discontinued it. Oh, shoot. I didn't realize that. Oh, I'm so sad. It's still for sale
0: on a couple of websites, but it's going fast. So good to know. Good to know. So if people want to find you, if they want to find out more about Sex Toys for Bigger Bodies, if they want to support you, if they want to follow you, where do, where do we go? I'm on Twitter so that's really the best place to find me it's at
3: xo underscore femme and my name
0: is righteous femme on there we will get a link up to you on the site thank you so much for being on the show you're welcome thank you
1: In a fat chicks on top presentation with your co-hosts auntie vice and Wendy Lewis sound provided by Sharon Smith of a series production all things fat chicks can be found on our website at fatchicksontop.com that's fat chicks or check out our social media for more information that's fat girls on top on Twitter and fat chicks on top on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. Please review our previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or all podcast streaming services. Please support the Fat Chicks by buying us a tea or purchasing our merch on our website.